In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet given five stars by Meltzer. That's Leonard Meltzer, the guy at Baker's Deli Counter that slices my chicken breasts for sandwiches. He's a great guy. Um, I am your host, Detective Mark Smart, and I am joined by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? He makes you call him Leonard, huh? Yeah. Well, I call Leo. Him, I call him Leo. Nah. His I mean, full name's Leonard, so I'm just using it. All right. Leo's a good guy, though. Yeah, good guy. Slices the chicken breast just right. So, also joining us tonight, our brother from up north, RCMP JLB. It is me, it is me, it is Justin JLB. I don't have a deli across my street, but guys, I am doing great. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Working on the design for our t-shirt that says Link is in the doobly-doo. Nice. Definitely should make that a t-shirt. Like, oh, you should make a small elfin character be the be the picture. Link is in the doobly-doo. Huh? Link? No, I, th- I think I'm just going with... Uh... Yeah, I don't think he was a fan. I just, I felt it right away in his first. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going with a text, uh, text-based one, you know? Just big words, Link is in the doobly-doo, and I don't know, maybe a logo in the corner. I haven't completely said. Anyways, um, what we're so going to talk about here is, and nope, it is definitely a doobly-doo. The doobly-doo-not. Oh, snap. Oh. Uh, but, okay, sorry. Uh, anyone who is new to this show, this is the show where we talk about crimes in wrestling. And I use the air quotes when I say that. Because um, there's Dark Side of the Ring that talks about li- literal crimes in wrestling, usually. <laughs> um, and and ours usually are more of those things like when you holler at the scream and screen and you're like, ah, oh, that's a crime. He was pinned. Totally. That was yeah. a three count. Anyways. Um, but first off, I do want to uh, do a, a nice warm welcome. I was looking at our podcast stats today. And as of right now, recently, 40% of our listens recently have come from France. Yep. So to all our new I French listeners, all of our new French listeners out there, whether you're from France or just have your VPN set to France, uh, bonjour. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I'll move back to English because I barely speak English all the way. I'm not going to try French. Um <laughs> I really love that you chose like one of the four most generic French words you could. Yeah. Yo, what are the four? You could have said "bienvenue" for "welcome," so that's another one to add to your vocabulary, just in case we get up to sixty percent people in French, good sir. Yeah, yeah. I took four years of French right. in high school. Bienvenue, uh, Ryan Dorder, WBU. You know what I mean? You got to spice it up because if we get more French listeners, bud. Yeah, you, gotta, uh, you can't change me. I, 
I am 42 years old. I am set in my ways. And also, I took four years of French in high school, and I can ask someone where the toilet is. Um, and that's about it. Oh, that's Spanish. Never mind. Sorry. I can also ask someone where the library is in Spanish. Um, I don't know if that's ever going to come to uh, hand again. You know, Especially not in today's day. Who goes to the library? <laughs> well, you can rent movies at the library, so there's that. That's true. That's valid. Uh, before we get into things, I'd like to remind everyone that Raw and Order WBU is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So once you're done listening to this and, of course, clicking that uh, subscribe button, sharing it with your friends, using the hashtag Raw and Order WBU to enter to win uh, the contest. We'll talk more about that later. Um, head on over to tatnusco.com. Check out all, all the other shows on the network, like Tatnus Podcast Uncensored, Chicken Hen with S&M, In the Dicebox Land, Basement Bullshit, and Carpool Shenanigans. Hey. God, I love that restaurant. Shenanigans? Yeah. Pistol whip the next guy who... Anyways, um, <laughs> so we're going to get into it with the crimes, because last week we didn't do really any crimes, because it was... Uh, money in the bank and we talked about that and uh, spent most of it talking about the crime that was money in the bank and and we mostly uh, are finding out that in terms of the wrestling reviewers we were uh, kind of our minority <laughs> side yeah so many of them loved the uh, Otis Winnie yeah and I like I said I didn't have a problem with Otis winning it was how he but a lot of people just seemed to love just the overall all show just in general uh and the match and uh we did not so um oh, but, continues that way I, I fully expect to see fans do way cinematics runs. yeah well that's the deal is I mean for the short period of time he's gonna have to um but just you know more of boneyard match and uh uh, Firefly Funhouse match, less of Money in the Bank match. That's all. Climb the corporate ladder, Money in the Bank match. But um, I will move on. We will do crime number one, and I'm gonna get started because uh, this one hits home for me. I'm fuming about it. I'm angry. Um, and there, if you ever heard me talk about how angry I am on this podcast, there's a good chance you know. Uh, who the culprit is because there's only been ever two people uh, in this podcast who've ever made me angry, angry, angry. One of them's Braun Strowman, uh, and I'm not so angry at him right now because I'm super angry at Jim Cornette. So Jim Cornette, uh, he just he goes through these phases where he'll say something and I'm like, oh, maybe maybe he's not so bad. Like, he, he was one of the people who called out Braun Strowman for his stupid, stupid choice of words. Um, and so we were all like, oh, yeah, maybe he's not so bad. And then he does this. Um, so in the wake of Becky Lynch uh, announcing on Monday night that she was pregnant and was abdicating the uh, championship belt to uh, Asuka, uh, so that she could go off and have her baby. Uh, Jim Cornette in, and I think it was on an episode of his podcast, but I'm not sure. But here is the quote. I'm just going to read the quote. Can't finish. I love it. Ugh. It's just, so uh, 
here's the quote. I'm going to read the quote first and then we'll discuss it. But it's in regards to Becky Lynch. He says, quote, you can't always be on top of the wrestling business in a $1 million a year spot or more, but you can have a baby. What is she? Can she be 30? Lynch is 33. Well, she's got many more years before the fucking easy bake oven gets shut off. She can have those problems like descended stomach and stretch marks and hemorrhoids and hormone problems and mood swings and all those other joys of motherhood when she ain't making a million dollars a year. She's got plenty of time left. What would you do if your wife came home and said, instead of making a million dollars the next year, I'm going to basically be a raging bitch for the next nine months and then give you more shit to worry about around the house? End quote. Wow. To be fair, this is the first time I hear this, so I am just completely shocked by that statement. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, Kevin, like I said, so... Jesus. Yeah. Um, and that's... Oh, that makes me so angry on so many levels. I read that quote out loud uh, to D.A. Fabe on the phone yesterday because he hadn't heard it until yet. Mm. Um, and my wife was in the room, and she overheard it. And she's like, who said this? And I said, it's Jim Corney's. And my wife who doesn't cuss that much, said, fuck that guy. <laughs> and uh, I could not agree more. This is this is one of, like, this is the hill you want to die on, Jim. Um, first of all, um, as, as people, my wife and I, who uh, found out that um, fertility is not a uh, given for people, that some people struggle with fertility more than others. Right. Um, and and if you know me, uh, you know the story. I even talked about it uh, briefly on the Raw Review. My wife and I uh, struggled to have a baby. We ended up having to do in vitro fertilization to get said baby. We were fortunate enough that the uh, first try of it uh, was successful. We now have a beautiful two-year-old running around the house causing headaches for us but she's wonderful um my wife was 33 when when we went through all of this right so 33 is not you have many more years before the easy bake ovens turned off have kids does he i take it that court have kids i i think he probably does have kids but i Part of his issue is that she was making so much money and she's choosing to have a baby instead of make so much money, which I have an issue with that just on a fundamental level. Right. Becky Lynch has a downside guarantee. She is making most of that money one way or another, right? Right. She's not giving up that money, right? She's making it. She's also still going to make residuals from uh, shirt sales, merch sales, stuff like that. Uh, she's going to make residuals from, uh, you know, sales of the DVDs for WrestleMania last year, for WrestleMania this year, for, you know, all of these things, right? Mm -hmm. So she is not going to be uh, not making money. On top of it, keep in mind that her fiancé and the father of said child is currently one of WWE's top paid superstars. Right. They are fine for money. There's no worries there. But my biggest problem is this whole uneducated, insensitive view that, you know, she's just making this choice and she's got plenty of time to to uh, have kids later. Um, you know, they, from a statistical standpoint, by the time a woman turns 33, she has lost, I want to say it's like 80% of her eggs, right? 
because um, women, when they are born, they have created all the eggs they will ever make. Right? Oh snap! I did not know that. They, they don't. That's it. That's they all. They don't of them. continue to produce. Yep, that's it. They're set. Right. They don't continue to produce them the rest of their life. They're just in there. They're saved. They're in, you know, microscopic size, you know. Um, right. And then at certain times, you know, once they once they start their cycle, they get released. But so think about that. From age 13 to 33, that's 20 years, uh, 13 being about the average time that most girls start their cycle, although it's different for everyone. Um that's still 20 years of monthly cycles, basically. Uh, and that's taking so many of their eggs. So yes, there is a time limit on the quote-unquote easy bake oven, which ain't so easy for some people, number one. But number two, um, every year after 30, pregnancies can get harder and more dangerous for both the mother and the baby, right? Um, which is also another thing, right? You know, it, it would be one thing if he was saying this about a 23-year-old just uh, broke through to the top tier, like a, a um, Rhea Ripley-style uh, wrestler, young and all this stuff, who, who's giving up everything to do it. There would be at least a hint of legitimacy in what he's saying in that situation. Because, yes, she's really young and she's stopping her career at an early age, but 33 in terms of being a mother is not really young right it's not even it's not even considered moderately young i mean keep in mind she's 33 that means when that baby graduates high school she will be 50 oh right Fifty. Um, and that's something that, that, you know, my wife and I have had to, had to cope with. We, of course, want another baby, but every year that goes by, we know that's another year tacked on to our age as that baby ages, right? Now, keep in mind, I'm also older than my wife, right? So, uh... By a lot. Like, you really so much old, dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm ancient, right? I'm 42. Um, but, but so, but that means for... For my daughter, when my daughter graduates high school, I will be 57 or 58, depending. Um, most likely 57 based on her age. Anyways, um, but, and that's the deal is, you know, I, I mean, we're going to be looking at, I'm going to be 60 years old uh, trying to pay for her going to college, right? You know, I, she's going to be getting out on her own, trying to do all of her own things and all that stuff. Uh, when I'm going to be start looking at retirement, right? These are all less than ideal. So his, his whole concept of she's young, she's got plenty of time to go before she would have to make this decision is ludicrous and dumb and uneducated. Um, but on top of it, it's also just sexist and dumb to, to put this all on Becky saying she's she's the one who's giving up this career when yes she is right in in a way right she's the one who's carrying this baby um she's the one who does have to put her life on hold right I get all of those things um but she's not the only one to be blamed you know here he's not saying uh can you imagine Seth Rollins right if Seth Rollins told her you had to get give up your career no he's putting the entire thing on her 
and everything I've seen on social media suggests that this was maybe not planned, but definitely wanted, right? Seth Rollins has posted a video, uh, not a video, a photo up on his Instagram and, and uh, Twitter. He says, I finally get to share this. And it's a picture of her face uh, and she's holding up the positive pregnancy test um, from when they first did it and how excited they both were for it. <laughs> this was not... This was not a mistake, baby. Um, an oops. This was something, I mean, they may not have planned. They may not have been actively, you know, trying necessarily. But they also were not not trying. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they, yeah. They wanted there's this there's ways they could have prevented this if they yes, wanted to. Exactly. They, very affordable way. That they, so they obviously wanted this baby. They obviously talked about it. I am 100% certain that not only did they talk about it, but that they also uh, talked about it from a standpoint of, you know, uh, how are we going to, you know, handle the payments, you know, for this, paying for that? Do we need the timing of it for this? You know, they, they wanted this. They made the decision. So uh, with all due respect, Jim Cornette, shut your fucking mouth. Um, this is... This is not your fight to talk about here, right? You never had to carry uh, a kid in your stomach, right? You never had to do that. Your wife, uh, who I can only uh, expect is a just absolute wonderful person because she put up with your fucking face. Um, Second time ever I've actually heard you say this that, that phrase, and it wasn't about Becky's pregnancy the other time. Jim Cornette's but, wife must be an angel. Yeah. <laughs> for, for him, for her to put up with him, you know, but on top of it, I mean, obviously, what does that say about his thoughts about his own wife when, when she was pregnant with any of his kids? Which, like I say, it's, I don't know for certain how many kids, whether what's it he say how them. he feels about his kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, if your mom was making a million dollars, I wouldn't have had you. <laughs> yeah. And and that's why I just feel like he's also I like he's said multiple stupid comments throughout his life and even throughout the past few months. But I just feel like he also has to be trolling of some kind because how do you say this and be serious? Uh, like really like you know who her husband is on top of that, right? You know how misogynistic you're being by one, calling it an easy bake oven, and two, uh, by just alluding to that everyone is the same and there's a set system of when they absolutely have to have kids. There's people who need to have kids younger and so on. Like, completely uneducated answer, absolutely. But on top of that, just like, I don't know. There's just no bait. Like, that's why I feel like it just has to be him trolling. I'm really going to honestly check up if he has kids because this doesn't make any sense for any. I mean, I don't even have kids and I think this is wrong. Well, but for someone well, to have children. Here, so herein lies the issue because, again, I, I think it's, it's pretty well known through other conversations we've had. I'm the conservative of this group. Um, but more importantly, 
it's not your choice, man. Like money or kids doesn't, it, it's not yours to say. It's not even yours to have an opinion about. And that might sound like a, a left leaning perspective, but at the end of the day, she had options. She made a choice and whether you want to call her stupid or not, you're not relevant. I mean, let's think of the, the, the five dumbest things Jim Cornette's ever said. And one sexist about women not being a draw in wrestling he's an idiot number two she should have chose the money over the kid that she doesn't know that she's gonna get pregnant again because at 32 when my ex-wife and i got pregnant i was 32 years old we didn't know if we were gonna be able to have one and smarks of course you had what you've already alluded to in your life um there those are some of the thought processes that happen in your 30s number one number two uh the third stupidest thing he's ever said is hey how about if i carry a tennis racket to the ring which makes you an idiot yeah. so i just wanted to make fun of him for using the tennis uh, racket. So he doesn't have kids okay well, well that, here, that here's is the deal he i'm He's married twice. Uh, his current w- yeah. uh, wife used to be a manager and valet in OVW. Here's the deal is I'm finding uh, one place says he does have kids. One place says he doesn't. But none of the places I've found actually uh, actually like say how many kids or, or whatever. You know what I mean? So, right. so I don't know. Uh, please, you know, with the way he's talking about his uh, uh, about of women getting pregnant and potentially having kids, please. I hope he has no kids. Please, you know, don't procreate. Uh, just right. let, let this particular seed die in. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he's being, a, being a piece of shit is genetic. Let's get let's cut that genetic line off. Yeah. I don't think it's a genetic thing, but you know, let's still cut it off. We just don't need any. I'm not willing to take the chance. Let's just. Oh, it's, 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 it is such such an uneducated as. And here's the deal: is Jim Cornette. I know he's not uneducated. He's a smart guy, right? Uh, there's a part of me that says thinks that he's doing this to maybe still be. I don't want to say relevant because he's not relevant. Well, yeah, that's what that's basically what Justin's saying is trolling to just get reactions and on that he's succeeded but here's the deal right there have been a lot of re- a lot of shock jocks radio hosts over the years that uh tried to live just on shock reactions like this and trolling and um it's it's not a path to long-term success the only ones who've had long-term success out of it have been the ones who've eventually evolved away from it for the most part you know i mean there was a time uh, Howard Stern's whole shtick revolved around saying stuff like this. Um, now, not so much because he's learned that the the recipe for long-term success is not to just piss everyone off. Um, but even that, it, here's the deal is, there, there's, there was an age when this sort of trolling might have worked and it's not 2020, right? So, Marks, I'm going to ask a question because I, I kind of want to make a stand here as a as a team on this podcast, and I didn't bring this up to you earlier. So if the answer is no, because it would be too difficult for logistics, I understand that. But, um, you know, we're giving away some shirts, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how about a, how about a share shares of this episode, this particular episode, because we're gonna we're gonna rant on Cornette for probably over half of it. Um, shares shares of this particular episode with a, a different hashtag get ten entrants. Is that a possibility? 
There's a hashtag um, I have in mind, but I don't want to say it until. until as long as okay. they also include the Raw and Order WBU hashtag, I'm fine with that. Yes. Okay. So if they do both hashtags, we're going to give you 10 entrants into this. If it's the one that's chosen, we're going to add, well, yeah, we'll throw in a fourth shirt that's anti cornet that, that I think we can design. Um, but my thought processes are hashtag boycott cornet. I'm fine with that. Yep. yep okay, yep. JBL. JLB, sorry. He's son of a. I, do I look like a bully? Do I look like a bully to you? <laughs> well, well, you kind of uh, do. We weren't going to say anything, however. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the yeah. afro. It's the so afro. Guys, fair enough. So, guys, simple as that. You got a hashtag Raw and Order WBU as well as hashtag uh, Boycott Cornet. And you got yourself 10 entrants plus one into the t-shirt contest and chances of winning a third t-shirt with an anti-cornet so they're already getting two shirts from pro wrestling tees if they tag at their friend or at their favorite wrestler and you're getting the fourth shirt if they put boycott cornet in the remaining time and there's not much time left there's a week left. So these entrants are just some bonus entrants at the end. But a four, if you did at, let's just use Joey Ryan because he's pretty pissed off at Cornette. <laughs> um, let's <laughs> use Joey Ryan. You did at Joey Ryan and you said hashtag boycott, boycott Cornette, ha- Cornette hashtag um, Ron Order WBU and shared this particular episode. It has to be this particular episode. Um, you're going to get four shirts if your name's the one that's drawn so pretty cool opportunity um i want to leave it on this particular episode because this is the only one where we're going to mention the boycott cornet so listen this week hopefully the early listeners to the show uh really get their chance to have four t-shirts that's a hundred dollars worth of t-shirts um that is uh our gift to you for boycotting cornet so um in mentioning uh tagging people like I said, uh, uh, Joey Ryan was one of the people who um, commented on this. And so you can always, like I said, tag him. Um, Melissa Santos was actually the one who originally uh, tweeted it that I saw. I don't know if she was the first person to tweet it, but she was the one who tweeted it first for me. And uh, so if you're familiar with Melissa Santos, she is the uh, former, I think, maybe she's still but uh, on break right now, ring announcer for Impact Wrestling. She was the former ring announcer for uh, Lucha Underground and the current wife of Brian Cage. Um, she does have uh, a Pro Wrestling Tees store as well. So um, if you're a fan of Melissa Santos or Brian Cage, uh, tag either of them in this um, and uh, show your support to them for bringing this up because this is garbage. It is he's garbage. A, he's a garbage human being. He just oh, like like you say, every time he says something, you know, every once in a while that makes me go, oh look, maybe he's not so garbage. And then he does this fucking. Shit. He has to <laughs> go off and totally redeem himself for being yeah. a piece of shit. Totally show us. Um, but anyways, so we will move on from this. Although I'm sure we will bring it up later again. But we will move on to crime number two, which hopefully will be a little bit more lighthearted and uh, stop me from throwing shit. So who wants to go next? I will. Okay. Okay. So this is 
DA Fabe, just in case you guys think I sound like JLB. Ugh, God, I hope I don't sound like JLB. Anyway, <laughs> nothing? I couldn't even get to. Oh, fuck you, man. Well, don't you know? Don't you know? I, I don't. Maybe we lost him. I think we lost him. Anyway. Yeah. No, wait, wait. Oh, God, I'm here, and you're going to put this in. My bad. I put it on mute for two seconds because I was coughing. First of all, you would have to pay to sound this good, buddy. All right? <laughs> Go on. All right. <laughs> um, so, I, obviously, as as a team, we all have certain responsibilities to watch certain shows. That particular show for me is NXT that I have to watch. Like, I try to watch all of wrestling, but life gets busy sometimes. And so um, I have to watch NXT, and I enjoy watching NXT. In fact, I enjoy it so much that I actually am kind of drawn in by this interim cruiserweight championship tournament. I think most of you guys have heard something about that. And I want to give a crime out to um, NXT on the cruiserweight tournament. Um, actually, there's kind of two. Uh, so I'll do a, a misdemeanor later. Just remind me. Um, but the the crime I want to do on the cruiserweight tournament is great, great freaking job of making the final matches matter in the round robin setup. We've already we've only mathematically eliminated one wrestler. Theoretically, we've eliminated another one, but we don't know which one. And I think that that's really good because the final matches are going to set up. So right now we have two and one, or two, I'm sorry, one and one, Jake Atlas, one and one, um, Drake Maverick, and one and one, uh, or I'm sorry, and two and oh, Kushida. We have two and oh, Tozawa, um, and we have uh, one and one, yeah, we have two, three one and ones on the other side. So, um, with Tazawa, I think Tazawa is the, the shoe, and I think this is going to be a four man fatal four way for the title at the end. But, um, so great job to WWE of making all of the weeks matter in some way, shape, or form. Even this week mattered on one of the matches. On the other one, it was just Tony Nice, who was already mathematically eliminated, um, trying to play spoiler, and he failed. So, that's 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 my crime. Good job. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's kind of the thing. They, it's probably the best reason to do a non-single elimination tournament because you can have these things where a person is mathematically eliminated themselves, but uh, choosing to, you know, not just choosing but staying in it to try to eliminate play some others, play the spoiler. Yeah like you said um and you know with single elimination someone gets eliminated the other person moves on right and so there's not this storyline they can tell they're, they're just kind of stuck out so no that that's actually a really good reason to have the, the double elimination or round robin or something and I, I was incorrect about that. Kushida is actually two and one. He's actually done and most well and in from his side. But but so no, I mean I agree. It's 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 good storytelling overall. It's um you know it's one of the highlights of NXT right now. Good wrestling. Uh, you know, there's not much to to dislike about what they've been doing in in that cruiserweight tournament. While there is stuff to dislike about other things that have happened in WWE, the NXT interim cruiserweight tournament is not one of them. So, Yeah, they've done a, a very good job with that particular tournament. Yeah, I still have to... I don't think uh, Sportsnet is playing... The, or WWE Network, I feel, for some reason, their live TV 
uh, doesn't play them at eight anymore. I think Sportsnet took it. Anyways, in Canada, for some reason, it's not technically playing at the same time all the time. So I'll have to definitely. I haven't watched NXT in like the last three weeks, so I'm really behind. I've been listening to uh, podcasts on it, but it's just not the same. I want to see the action. Oh, there's been some good action, that's for sure. So I don't blame you for wanting to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would, I guess I would agree that makes sense. Um, as you know, spoiling it, you know, no one wants to fuck, no one wants to spoil um, anything going on there. My realized what my um, what my crime is going to be. Okay, I'm all for. I'm all ears. <laughs> And yeah, you know, it's a crime of WWE not being so creative since they're going to continue on with this Randy Orton and Edge storyline in, in a legit wrestling match this time. Was it on this SmackDown or last SmackDown? I feel like it was this SmackDown. It was the last one. It was the last one? Damn. Well, I'm still pissed off about it because I think it's so ridiculous. That is a-okay. You know why? But their promos right. are amazing. Their, their promos are amazing. I like their promos. I, I think they're both awesome on the mic and they have good chemistry there. But honestly, after WrestleMania, I don't want to see you guys try to do something else. Just move on. You guys done messed up, whether it's your fault or not. We know you both can wrestle. Cool story. Yeah, I- want to see you guys together so right you now. think they kind of blew their load a little early in in for lack of a less crass term yep yep they, they certainly uh pre-majaculated all over this storyline already and <laughs> just on yeah I, I would not disagree with that at all it's not that it's a bad storyline it is a very entertaining storyline but at the end of the day if we didn't know edge was just coming back to face randy orton for the rest of his career um we probably wouldn't have been as excited about it uh, honestly they could have done the whole they could have done the whole tag team thing rated rko let's do it let's make you a tag team uh smackdown doesn't have a lot of tag teams right now though technically but still um it still would have got us maybe excited for them to be part of something with i don't know the forgotten sons or you know build up the forgotten sons let let the forgotten sons beat them because they're both legendary superstars you know so you can put one up on the forgotten sons and make them look bigger and stuff like that. I definitely don't want to see a legit match with Randy Orton and Ed. I'm I'm not down for that. Plus, their best matches weren't even legit wrestling matches to begin with. Their best matches were either a TLC Fine. match or a core match. So I don't even get this whole legit match storyline to begin with. You're not you're both good wrestlers, but you're not amazing technical wrestlers you know what i mean like i don't even get what they were trying to do with this so i don't even think i like the storyline technically either well i mean a a lot of it i think it's just them trying to deal with the backlash from the wrestlemania match that uh the backlash in their minds was it it wasn't a real wrestling match it was one of those stupid hardcore matches we wanted to see them actually wrestle so now they're like, well, okay, if you wanted to see them actually wrestle, look at this. We're going to make them actually wrestle. Um, <laughs> a legit wrestling match, though? Like, 
I guess, yeah, I guess that's the only way you could kind of do it, because then if you coin it as a no-holds-barred, oh no, it's going to be another WrestleMania backstage bonanza. Oh, backstage bonanza. I feel like that should call... That should be a... That's, that's a pay-per-view right there, man. Pay-per-view right there. Gosh darn it, WWE. Hire me already. Or AEW. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. They're just going to go and hire you right now for that. For Canadian booking, don't you know? Don't you know? Um, yeah, so that's my spiel. And uh, I'm sticking to it. Rated RKO is great as a tag team but not good as a storyline in 2020. You're not good as a storyline in 2020. I wasn't even a good storyline in 1989 when I was born, good sir. Oh, that's not what your mom says, though. Uh, your no, mom says you're a nice you, person. sweetie boy. <laughs> yep. My mama loves me. Hey, you know? so you doing a, did you do a show today? Or are you doing one tomorrow about the show you watched with your mom? Because I saw your little post. I was excited to find out the results of this show that you watch on TLC with your mom. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, well, I you, mean, you, you have your own separate podcast. We can plug it here. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> no. People... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be up. It's on my JLB live thing, by the way. It's not technically part of Real Talk Radio. Um, but yeah, don't you know? One job. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So wait, what happened on this SmackDown? Which is why I still didn't do it, by the way. Because I still... I've watched it, technically. Um... But I felt like nothing crazy happened. The only thing I could remember was uh, Charlotte Flair's phenomenal promo that she's just so amazing in all the time. And I can't stop loving Miss Flair. So, um, yeah, yeah. I don't think anything crazy happened on SmackDown that I could kind of hate on aside from um, it being just a regular old SmackDown. Yeah, I, I got to stay out of this conversation because I couldn't watch SmackDown. Oh, Oh, that's right. God bless it. Which, I guess, uh, is as good of a reason to any to move to misdemeanors, because that's my misdemeanor. Um, that you didn't watch SmackDown? No, that I can't watch SmackDown. Misdemeanor goes out to Sling TV and Fox for suddenly, and without any warning or announcement, removing Fox from my local market. Um, it It's worked for six months, no problems. Got to watch it every every Friday. No problems whatsoever. Um, it's actually was part of the reason I chose Sling is because it said it had Fox in our network, all of this stuff. And now I go to sign in two weeks ago. I go to sign in. says, nope, not part of your local network anymore. What? I go look up online. There's nothing, nothing that mentions it in any way, shape, or form it's online. Sling TV? Sling TV says, uh, well, uh, as far as Sling TV says, it never should have been part of my local network. That's all their thing. <laughs> oh, gee. Which, which doesn't so this explain is... why it worked for six months. Sling you know, TV you pulled a Vince McMahon to, to Roman Reigns on you. You're dead to me. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Well, no, I, I'm sure it's probably one of those, oh, it was only a... So wait, they don't even have it on their website that they have Fox anymore? Because maybe it's like an upgrade thing that you're going to need to get that they're kind of doing. Nope. It always has said Fox in certain market. Um, and according to their website, my market was never one of those certain market, even though it obviously was one of those certain markets because it worked there for six months. Can you change you, your location? Are you part of the blue package? I am on the blue package. Yes. 
you're on the blue package. Um, are only available for select markets. Okay. Are okay. metro areas with network package affiliates. Huh. Okay. Now, I so could kind of... always do something like invest in a VPN and then say using the VPN because it's it's checking your market based on your um, your IP address, right? Okay. So if I made it say my IP address was say Chicago or Minneapolis or one of the markets that it is apparently a part of, I could probably get it. Um, but here's the deal is that's that's a whole lot of work just to watch SmackDown, you know, fire up a VPN, you know, choose the proper place to it, uh, restart my Fox app so that it rescans my IP address and, and does it and all this stuff. Um, and the simpler choice, simpler way to do it, maybe a little bit more expensive, but simpler would be to switch to a different provider that does have Fox in our local network, which um, DA Fabe is a big fan of YouTube TV. Um, which, guess what? Has Fox in it right there. In fact, I'd even get local Fox. Oh, in it. you could watch the news. I could watch the news, don't you know? See what's happening, Derhe. And if you got a VPN along with it, you could watch the news, say, in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, we, you'll watch our you'll watch our prime minister, uh, not our prime minister, but you'll watch our premier, which is uh, like the governor for you guys up in the states. You'll watch our premier uh, talk about all of our lovely COVID debts and so on. His name is Francois Legault. He's very French, but uh, he's doing a good job, uh, even for the anglophones in Quebec uh, in regards to this crisis. So don't you know we have. Uh, a premiere that's not causing ruckus like they are in the states and opening stuff. Yeah. So, so that's <laughs> my like thing. Ruckus. Just although Sling Jack TV is opening up school on the 25th. But yeah, Sling TV. I'm still trying to look up info for you for that, but they definitely deserve a misdemeanor. According to them, I'm reading a few posts about if you try to access it on the website, it apparently still works. No, nope, I, I, I went to Fox's website. And it says your package does not include access to Fox. Oh, Jesus. So, so, but that's the deal. So I'm in the process of researching what um, to do. However, I will say it's been actually kind of refreshing to come home from work on Fridays and not turn on wrestling for a few days. It's like a little mini vacation, (laughs) especially it being SmackDown. I get to not watch. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if, if they get rid of TNT, you're boycotting, like, life. I, I will cancel <laughs> immediately. <laughs> so, you are done. Uh, misdemeanor to NXT for doing an in-your-house pay-per-view. This is oh. exciting and crappy at the same time. Yes, the next pay-per-view will be WWE's in-your-house NXT takeover. Oh, no, 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 I get that, but why are you mad? I am mad because the first NXT or the first uh, in your house pay-per-view is this is what they're celebrating. They're doing a 25th anniversary of that. And I am mad because the very first one, they gave away a house. And what cooler thing to do during this time, right after you fired, whole bunches of people. Actually, the first three or four, if I remember right. Is that right, Smarks? Um, it was, it was, a, it was at least the first two, I believe, but I can't remember if it was three. It was at least like the first two. And are you so kidding? If you're gonna do that? Away a house? What's that? They're not gonna be giving away a house. Are you kidding me? 
Oh, it's per- now's the perfect time to do it. Housing market's down. You can do it easily. Like, like you think about like Hotlanta. Hot um, Atlanta's housing market is dirt cheap. They could easily do that there. It would be. I think it would work. I'm just saying. I, I, I th- yeah, but then you know how much backlash they'd get if they do that? They fired all these people, and then they're going to go buy a house, even if it's cheap, and it's, let's say, $200,000. That's still someone you could have kept on a payroll. And well, yeah, you say that, but they've obviously not been worried about the backlash. Um, just letting true. people go continue. I'm and here's saying, the deal. It's, it's a good PR much. thing. Yeah. This is the this is the way to balance out the bad backlash by saying, "Look, we're doing good. We're giving someone out there who needs it a house." Now I get it. I get it. I get it. So I, I just I feel like the pay per view was built around a reasonable charity at the time. Um, I guess I shouldn't call it a charity because it's not like there was an actual um, fund or anything done here. But um, I just think that that would be a very very reasonable thing for them to do, and it's. Cheaper than say Anderson and Gallo's contracts were combined. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Okay. Fine. Yeah, use that, that uh, Drew Gulak money that they're saving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor. And oh, misdemeanor right there. Thank you. Um, Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan. I was excited for the match because they're both technical wrestlers, but oh my god, I was bored. I was. Maybe you could write a review about it. Yeah, sure would be great if someone. Maybe you could even just record it, and you know, I don't know, email it to me. I'll put it up on our site. You know, I mean, that might or, be easier. You don't even have to type in the email. You could just go to Google Drive and go to a Dropbox that we have. There is a Dropbox. You could just put it in there. Don't you know? I mean, sorry if we're being too pushy about this, but... You're doing the Canadian accent wrong, Canadian. (laughs) I cannot do the Canadian accent wrong. I'm Canadian, damn it. (laughs) The Canadian accent is whatever I make it. And I added a little Vince touch into there. Yeah, Um, that's quality, So, so, and screw me with my misdemeanor then. Um... But I don't know. I just felt it was a boring thing. And I guess I will talk. About, and if you want to hear more, since you guys are being Debbie Downskis, you'll just have to do my SmackDown um, review, which is going to be three days late or maybe four days late if I don't get sleepy after the podcast. And maybe you'll just get the raw one right after, too. So I don't feel bad about not being late on that one either. Look you, at me. Do you need some help with the raw one? No, no, I'm good. I went raw. I'm good because raw. I'm very excited for. It's SmackDown that's kind of dreadful because it's after work. <laughs> Dude, I can do the SmackDown. I couldn't have on Friday immediately, but I can do the SmackDown one if you need me to. No, I'm good. I, I need to. I need to get a routine going on. It's no worries. I, I'll, uh, I'll. I'll get her done. It means no worries. Sorry. I, I mean, I, I. I know Smarks does not believe me at all, but you know. Uh, I'll just have to regain his trust and make sure I do it on time next time. And then if I fail on that one, then I give him permission to not do anything about it because he's too far away. Didn't I could but I'll mute you? <laughs> oh damn! That's that's that's. I think that's the worst thing anyone has ever said to me. Well done, good. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> muted. <laughs> just hovering over the mute right now. <laughs> Anyways, we will also then move on to commendations because we've spent a little bit of time talking about bad things and some really bad things, Jim Cornette. Um, but uh, let's talk about some good things, right? 
And so my first one is talking about all the bad stuff WWE has done, cutting people in the middle of the pandemic, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Drew Gulak uh, no longer with the company sort of thing. Um, But I'm going to give a commendation to Impact Wrestling, who not only has not fired anyone or let anyone go, but they've paid everyone, including venues that they weren't even using. uh, And uh, this week announced three new signings. So they've actually hired people in this pandemic, right? On top of not running any shows except for uh, filming some empty arena shows for a quote-unquote pay-per-view that was just on TV but split into two nights um, and and then some follow-up TV shows. Um, but so, so, I mean, they're not doing anything that, that uh, AEW wasn't also doing in that respect uh in terms of performing but it's come out that not only did they not cut anyone not a single person has lost their job yet um but they've hired three new people and they've been paying even some of the venues that that were booked even though they weren't using them so that's a big commendation for impact wrestling um aw gets gets a similar commendation because they've continued to pay all of their wrestlers as if they were performing even the ones who haven't been able to do any so there's commendations there as well and then my other commendation uh just goes to to us for being awesome you know uh my my buds here for helping calm me down after jim Cornette riled me up so yep Yep. This com- yep. my commendations go out to all of the professional wrestlers who stood up against Jim Cornette when they worked for a different organization. Like they didn't have to comment about Becky. By the way, does anyone know how to find all this on Twitter? Because it was on his podcast, and I don't feel like reading the YouTube comments. Um, the, the, I, I, mean, I feel like thing, I feel right? like maybe we've started the way to do that because the more hashtag. Um, boycott Cornette that shows up, you'll know exactly who is against Cornette. Snap. Well, well like I say, the quote that I ha- had was uh, Melissa Santos uh, tweeted that out on Twitter. Um, but in t- terms of like the whole thing, I mean, I know uh, there have been some uh, like Figure Four Online has has posted a bit about it. No, um, like I, I the whole thing about what he said, and he actually he actually gets worse. The what part that you quoted was you know bad, but it just got worse. Mm-hmm. And then I read more, and I'm like, oh my god, no, he gets. So uh, I was just more relating to the wrestlers actually responding because I know usually people come uh come comment on Twitter. So I was trying to I hashtag like I put hashtag Jim Cornette, and surprisingly yeah. there wasn't anything about it, but. I'll find it. If you go to Melissa Santos, uh, uh, you'll see a lot of the... Fair enough. I will. Um, I, I, I forgot one more misdemeanor. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, yeah. uh, you're I'm fired. Gonna, I'm going to do I'm gonna do a minor misdemeanor. Um, I didn't realize... It could, it, could, it could have possibly been somebody else's crime, but we only do one felony crime per person per episode. Um... As funny as it was, and I love me some trolling on occasion. I really do. As funny as it was, to the person who created the meme that said, and I'm going to have trouble not laughing as I say it because it is funny. To the person who created the meme that said, um, Becky Lynch is now 2-0 and against Ronda. <laughs> it's tough not to laugh at. It is um, tough. 
it is it is a difficult it, there's a struggle that's real inside people when they struggle to have children um and we know Rhonda went on a break for a, a baby break and has not conceived yet um don't be a dick you know like that sucks and yeah she could do in vitro and all that stuff but i think they're trying natural uh most doctors would suggest i think we were suggested uh I'm my ex-wife sure and i were suggested now that i think about it i'm pretty sure Cornette made that meme because that hilarious was hilarious it's hilarious but it is so insensitive so incredibly right. sensitive at the same um, time did you see the one with seth rollins uh with finn balor on it and he says uh finn balor um uh, Becky Lynch is not the only Irish person to be uh, taken out by Finn Balor, uh, by uh, Seth Rollins. By, by, by Seth Rollins acting stiff. Right. That's by, by, by Seth Rollins giving stiff moves or something like that. That was, that was funny. That was great. And that is not an insult to anybody. Because when you're wrestling, you have to take the bumps. But um, most doctors suggest that you wait, that you try natural for about a year and checking your cycles and stuff like that to, to try and conceive. Um, and Rhonda's been at it for about a year. Um, pretty damn insensitive to to make that meme, even though I don't care for Rhonda Rousey. <laughs> So no, don't have so to necessarily care for, but so, care for the situation that they're in. Um, it, it, while we're talking Jim Cornette, though, I'll also point out on his most recent podcast, he did also say Dana Brooke looks like her face caught on fire and someone put it out with an axe. Okay. I, I think she's a looker. I'm sorry. Um, but I also like Nyla Rose. So No, but what's wrong with Dana Brooke? I'm sorry. Well, what's, no, I that's think what, that's what... That's what uh, DFA's saying. He he thinks she's pretty. Um, yeah, I think she's, she's attractive. You know, I think she, in terms of a character, she needs to work on what she can do to separate herself from the crowd. Uh, she had a good, in my opinion, gimmick of the bodybuilder character going for a bit, and then they just seemed to drop it out of nowhere. You know. Um, now, in fa- in fairness to Dana Brooke, she also has already responded. Um, and she said, uh, how about you step, stop hiding behind the keyboard and come say it to my face? Uh, cause I doubt you would when you see me in person, Mark. <laughs> uh, so, so commendations to Dana Brooks for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But anybody anyways, who thinks that Cornette is a good person. Definitely earns a little respect for me. So, uh, <laughs> but we will then, uh, we'll really quickly talk again about the contest. I know we've mentioned it earlier and given you some extra uh, options to get some extra entries, but it's simple. The rules are very simple. Just tweet out a link to one of our episodes, like this very one you're listening to right now. Uh, most podcast platforms has a, have an easy way to, to just tweet it. So just click tweet and hashtag raw and order WBU. And you get entered to win two t-shirts. You then uh, tag your favorite wrestler, typically usually one with a pro wrestling tees uh, store, if you have a chance to. Um, and you get a bonus entry just for tagging that favorite wrestler, right? Um, and then if you want to hashtag boycott Jim Cornette, uh, you're going to get 10 bonus entries. And if you're the winner, you get another shirt out of it. So... I don't know. These all sound like really simple 
uh, like no brainer things. The, yeah, yeah. Either either tweet your favorite episode or or you know just make it easy and tweet this one and and make sure you tweet it out there to at your favorite wrestler and then on top of that um, throw the two hashtags on instead of one because boy, I would love to have to pay a hundred bucks for shirts. I, I really would because if it's out there, if this particular episode goes out there um, to lots of favorite wrestlers, um, number one, that's good for us, and number two, um, you know, we're we're taking a stand against the guy who's probably a lot bigger than us in, in terms of the Twitterverse and in terms of the. Uh, uh, podcasting market but i'd love to not be the the and i don't think we are the only podcasting group out there that's that's uh calling for Cornette to shut his face but uh um you know maybe just talk wrestling Cornette. huh maybe maybe talk about how how you know you how yokozuna was such a big wrestler that he had to have two managers um fuji was enough we didn't need you but uh burn also, it's it's worth pointing out on this that you can enter as often as you want. Yeah. You can get as many entries as you want. So if you happen to be binging this week a bunch of our episodes, we put out six a week, four review episodes, the WBU that you're listening to right now, and a Fantasy Booking Institute one. So six total episodes a week. Um, so if you're binging, catching up on all of those, send out a tweet for all of them, right? Follow the hashtags there. Get multiple entries. Tag a wrestler in each one. Get extra uh, shirts out of it. To win, 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 win. I don't know how many wins I just did, so I'm hoping. And if you have a fun, if you have a good enough line that Smark says, man, I think we ought to have a couple, couple winners. We might even do that. Who knows? We we've been adding stuff to this contest like it's going out of style. So you know what a great opportunity. You know we might add extra winners. You don't know. So by all means, write something funny. We might read it on air when we when we give them the, the stuff. Write something funny. Bash Cornette. That's fine. <laughs> tweet it at Cornette. That's fine too. <laughs> yeah, I mean you will likely get blocked if you tweet it at Cornette. He is pretty quick with the ban hammer, but uh, but that's fine. <laughs> You want to, you know, if there's one Twitter celebrity, I'm using that word very loosely, but if there's one Twitter celebrity that you should be proud to get banned from, it's Jim Cornette. Yeah, consider it it as an accomplishment if you get banned uh, from, if Cornette bans you. Because honestly, one, he doesn't really say much anyways. Two, if you like his podcasting stuff, you can still listen to it because he can't ban you from listening to his podcast. You just don't have to see his ridiculous stuff on Twitter. So you're not really losing anything except a loser that is uh, just tweeting a bunch of stupidities and uneducated comments. So that's just one less uneducated person that you can see on your Twitter, and you'll be fun. Hashtag boycott Cornette. Oh. I really, I really hope that there's a, a, a Cornette, a cult of Cornette fan who listens to our podcast and you know, says Jim knows everything about wrestling, which he does, and he does know everything about wrestling. He's a very knowledgeable individual. We're not saying anything about his wrestling knowledge and how apparently uh, he knows shit about pregnancy. No, and that's and that's something completely different. We're not taking anything away from 
his wrestling knowledge, his ability to, uh, you know, his his promotion, his promoting skills and all that. Anything wrestling related, this guy knows what he is talking about. Aside from when it comes to what people do with their bodies and what people uh, and pregnancy, really anything aside from wrestling, he doesn't know anything about. And this, although is regarding a wrestler is regarding a personal matter of a wrestler in which he doesn't even have the anatomy to talk about or the education to do so because he has never been in such a situation and doesn't even according to various sources have any kids to even speak on the matter and he doesn't even have anything to say because it's not his freaking life Ah, Cornette, yeah, what's I, up? I would consider well, that more important than the anatomy aspect. Who cares whether or not he has the anatomy? It's not his position to say anything. Uh, well, up. and I, I will also point out that um, here in the United States, there's actually laws about discrimination against pregnancy. And so his whole um, part on it where he's like, uh, if I were Vince McMahon, I'd be pissed that there are protections that... Uh, are set up specifically for this, right? You're not allowed to discriminate against a woman because she got pregnant, period. No ifs, ands, or buts on that. Um, so, is that for work-related stuff, though, if you're like a boss or something? Well, but that's what he's saying, that Vince McMahon should be pissed about it. Vince McMahon should be angry that 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 Becky Lynch, his big moneymaker, got pregnant. He's saying that, that Vince McMahon right. should take a cue from Becky Right, but then that's also your First Amendment of you can say whatever you want too. So technically, there's no law against him saying. Well, that. I know but you. No, would he's like... not. He's not. Uh, he's not saying that Vince McMahon should talk about it. He's implying that Vince McMahon should be pissed and do something about it because he's losing money on that. Um, that's mm. his whole implication on it. And I want to point out that Vince McMahon can't do crap about it because it's against the law to to punish someone for getting pregnant, right? Oh, yeah, well said. That's the simple fact there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe Vince McMahon was unhappy about it uh, in the same way that, you know, my, my wife's boss was a little bit unhappy when she came in and said, hey, I'm finally pregnant after eight years of trying. Um, mm. But along the same lines, if you're a good human being, which apparently Jim Cornette is not, uh, you should be happy for someone when they come in and they say, hey, I'm finally pregnant, right? And by the now, way, another... I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, that brings up a commendation that I want to put out, which might be the same one that uh, yep. you were going to, for Asuka. Uh, I was oh. going to go there, too. Asuka's reaction... Um, I'm I'm 99.99% certain, and I know I'm not the only one. I know, uh, uh, I think it was Bully Ray uh, said from his talking uh, to people that he thought um, most of the people said that Asuka did not know uh, what Becky was going to announce, just that she was going to become the champion, right? So they told her. Becky's going to call you out to the ring or you're going to come out to the ring in this way. You can act all angry. Becky's going to hand the belt over to you. You're going to be the new champion and everything. Um, if she did know that Becky was going to announce that she was pregnant, she deserves a freaking Oscar uh, for her acting. 
But yeah. that's part of why I am so certain I don't think she knew. Because she broke character. Keep in mind, Asuka's supposed to be the evil heel character. And when Becky said, you go be a champion because I'm going to be a mom, suddenly Asuka's chanting for Becky, uh, dancing, gives her a big hug. You going to be mommy? You know, it's it was so perfect. So... Um, in that respect, I give Asuka a ton. I'm even applauding to Asuka because it was such a great reaction. Great, great moment. And yeah, I think that was straight up just uh, not like she didn't know because she couldn't have. Just her expression completely changed like, oh, and out of character and all that. But I was going to give mine to Becky. I cried a little when she said that line. You go be an you go be a warrior while I'm gonna go be a mother. Like it was so like epic the way that she said it. And I was just like, damn. Like, oh, it was amazing. I, I, I shed a tear. I shed a tear too. I'm not gonna lie. That was uh pretty heartfelt and uh pretty badass way to actually say it. I hope she legit told no one aside from like well Vince and Seth obviously um and everyone just kind of found out that way because that would have made it even more crazy just imagine if that was live on air oh my like with people that would have been (laughs) with people (laughs) yeah no and I in my raw review I admitted that I shed I literally shed tears on it and part of it like I said the the uh, uh, trials and tribulation that my wife and I went through for our pregnancy, for our baby, uh, have made me uh, a complete crybaby when it comes to moments like that in pop culture, movies, whatever. You know, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Uh, those things hit me hard now. They've hit me hard for a while, but after all of this, they I, I at work the other day, We have a TV that can play, like, movies and stuff. And whatever channel it was on, I don't remember. Um, It had one movie on, like, Ice Age. On a podcast? What was that? I said, you're slacking at work. Do you really want to put that on the podcast? Uh, They don't know who I am. Oh, okay. It's the benefit of anonymity. Anonymity. Mm. Um, uh, But the (laughs) movie, also, um, it's, it's a lobby for a place. We have that on for the customers to watch just when there's no one there i get to watch it anyways uh i think it was ice age was the movie that was on and it ended and the next movie that came on after it was uh pixar's um oh what what i'm totally blanking on it the one about the emotions uh um, inside out yeah yeah um which of course starts off with a baby being born and uh the first emotion is joy and then uh, sadness comes and it keeps going from there. And I had to turn that off. I had to turn the channel because uh, I'm sitting there at work and this animated movie about a baby was getting to me. So, um, you big softy. I love that about you. Uh, yeah. Oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> so, enter the contest. You can even call me a big softy. Or other words in your tag. I won't hold it against you. Um, But just tweet out. Tweet out links to every episode you can. As many episodes as you want to. Get as many of those entries as you can. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Click that follow on whatever platform you use. 
Um, follow us on Twitter. I am at Raw and Order WBU. DA Fabe is at DA Vincent K Fabe, and I tweeted this week. You did. I was so proud of you. <laughs> Gonna send you a cookie. I like cookies. Like a COVID cookie or no? I don't know. I don't want a COVID cookie. And JLB is at at JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand, so you can also follow that at Real Talk Radio 8, anchor.fm slash RTR for all the other doobly doos. And uh, that's pretty much it, good sir. Awesome, awesome. You can also uh, go to our Wix site. The link will be in the doobly doo, as well as uh, in the pinned tweet on my uh, Twitter. Um, you can listen to the podcast right there on the website. You can find other places uh, to listen to us if uh, that's uh, your jam there. Uh, you can read our blog, which I haven't updated in a while, but I'm going to get on that. Um, and you can visit our shop, shop.spreadshirt.com. Man, I'm messing up on it. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order WBU. Uh, Actively wearing my not a cop shirt right now. Nice. Love this shirt. Get lots of laughs from other people. <laughs> yep. I'm, like I said, I'm working on the doobly doo shirt. I do have our and new shirt up with uh so you can proudly display your wbu world champion uh ship belt on your and <laughs> so but head over there check those out we got all sorts of products i'm working on they've got a mask option that i'm working on getting something designed up to fit that uh we'll see how quickly i can do that if i can capitalize on this whole mask thing um <laughs> wait wait are you did you just say that you're you're trying to to profit from a from a, a virus? Hey, no, he's just don't, trying don't, to have a boy. I'm proud of you right now. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I'm I'm not capitalizing on it. I am just trying to get them out in time to help people. There we with go. With the virus. Oh yeah, yeah. That might say not a cop on the front. That'd be kind of cool. I might order that mask. Is that mask up for not a cop? Me too. Not at the moment. I, I gotta get uh. I got I got to reformat the graphics to fit the the masks because they take a different style. Don't spread the virus, spread the wrestling. Yeah, might be worth it. I don't know. You work on designing that one. I'm still working on doobly do. All right, we noticed. I'll, I'll work on. <laughs> I've got doobly do and podcast. America's belly button. I'm working on those. My plate's pretty full. Fair enough. <laughs> on that note. We will uh, close the book on the wrestling booking unit, and uh, we will be back sh shortly with whenever JLB gets the SmackDown review up, and then the Raw review, and then uh, FBI. But thanks, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.